dry run podcast the podcast where we have no set structure or topic week to week we kind of just try out different stuff see what sticks uh my name is sam i'm here alongside nathaniel and tim hey guys hi that ghostly noise you may be a little confused you're like wait it's we're already a third of the way through november but a little peek behind the curtain we are actually recording this on All Hallows Eve Eve, the day before Halloween. We're embracing the spook factor, and we got we're we're all in costume here. Yeah, some um, some would say Halloween continues on into November. It's uh, part of spooky season, but it really depends on who you talk to. What are we all dressed as? Since the uh, the people can't can't see us. Yeah, for those that aren't watching our video feed, um, uh, Nathaniel is dressed as Green Man, mm. I think, or the Green Man. Yeah, I'd say, that, I'd say that's accurate, yeah. he uh, He's drinking a beer. I put a couple pieces of paper in there. Uh, he's going <laughs> to... It's gonna trip in the McPoyle's uh, bathroom. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that episode. What? It's in like yeah. the second season. Oh, I get it. Well, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it. It's the one where uh, where Dennis and Mac and D are all trying. It's the gang gets invincible, or the gang gets invincible, and they're trying to get on the Philadelphia Eagles because there's like an open tryout. Oh, okay, I have seen that. And then Frank and Charlie are just there tailgating. Okay, yes, I, ha- I have seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a classic classic app. Um, yeah, so uh, we're about halfway through November, but like I said, we are recording on All Hallows Eve, Eve, which actually is the date of uh, the the dramatic conclusion of Monster Movie Month. At first, I thought you said the Germanic conclusion, yeah, and the... I thought I was about to get like some Halloween history or something. <laughs> now I'm a little actually kind of disappointed. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I wish. Um, but yeah, it was the conclusion to Monster Movie Month, um, the month where we looked at monstrous people in Hollywood, uh, kind of really our first uh, things that we recorded. Uh, we may have recorded those a little bit ago. It takes a little, a little bit of prep to watch the movies, all that discuss. Um, it takes a little bit of cool down from uh, all the... You read a lot of weird shit about these people. Yeah, and and if you, the listener, made it through those excruciating, excruciatingly long episodes, uh, average being about two hours and thirty minutes. Uh, good, good for you. Good for you. We 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 can see the numbers, and we see we see there are some brave souls that went through all of them. Yeah. So you we probably we think of like asleep, us maybe talking, and. Yeah. You thinking like us, talking like us, acting like us. You know, it's like when I read Lolita in three days, and I started uh, thinking like the not thinking like the narrator. God, don't put me down for that. Uh, talking like the narrator. I don't know and what that you, is. You read that on that that plane trip by the same name. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we went to this island, right? Me and my buddy Jeff, and uh, we um, well, I can't really talk about what, what we what we do and did there, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what you guys are talking about. Uh, right Lolita Express, the Jeffrey Epstein plane. 
Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Lolita, Lolita, of course, the Vladimir Dubokov book about the uh, about the pedophile kidnapper. Um, but that's oh, okay. that that See, that's I didn't, yeah. I didn't that, know what that was. Yeah, so that's that's where the term like Lolita and like Lollycon and like Lolly and like all the all the weird shit about like you know like young girls and like basically fetishizing pedophilia and like you know semi normalizing it. All of that ultimately stems from that book, and it's not the book's fault. The book was hugely controversial when it came out, and at first I thought it was because people were prudes, but I read it for a college class, a, a Nabokov specific class where we only read his works, and um, it's 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 pretty it's pretty graphic. Um, it's 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 really out there, um, and so uh, yeah, it's it's a tough one to to plow through in a day. Uh, to plow, God damn it, to plow through, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, um... What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I'm totally lost. I don't even know how... I don't even know how I went off on this tip. uh... Tip? (laughs) Yeah, so I think we learned a lot during Monster Movie Month. It appears that some of the monsters rubbed off on Tim. (laughs) Um, They rubbed one out on me. (laughs) But we, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, uh, Tim rubbed off to the monsters, I think. Is what I mean. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we kind of learned uh, the way to to cover a movie. I think I think it only got better as it went. That first episode, baby. That last one was damn near perfect. That that uh, that <laughs> that first one, hard, LA Confidential, was a uh, rough starting point. A very convoluted movie. Yeah. Uh, the beat-by-beat beat synopsis was just aggressively long. That that movie could have... Been, I mean, that movie had so many different, like, uh, moving parts. It could have been, like, five movies just by itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, st- I still don't know what it was about. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, all I know is uh, it reminded me a lot of L.A. Noir. Uh, Something about kitty rapers. Yep, kitty rapers. Um. Yeah, and I think I think each episode got better as it went, as we got more monstrous uh, with the people. And if you don't agree, the, fuck you. The uh, more uh, fun we had, and we do, and don't don't think that we like rated them by how monstrous they were. It didn't go in any kind of order, though it may appear that way. Um, the only thing we know is we did that, save the Rat King for last. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The Rat King is uh, truly <laughs> the, final, the boss. final boss of Monster Movie Month. The End Game. Uh, yeah, he uh, is truly a problem. But uh, yeah, so we might take a take a step back from. Um, Kitty Mo- rapers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like we've pivoted several times already in this conversation. We've discussed what Nathaniel is going to be for Halloween. Uh, what are you? Me? Yeah, uh, yeah. I am <laughs> the 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 only other person at this table besides <laughs> me and Nathaniel. Yes. Um, well, we have our engineer here, uh, uh, Jazaru. Ah, yes. Um, he, away. he he didn't he didn't dress up, fucking jerk. But uh, yeah, I, he's a black cat. He's a spooky black cat. Don't give him that. Um yeah, I am dressed as a style boy, uh one of one of the members of the style boys who popularized the song and dance the donkey roll. Um <laughs> How sure, popular did it get? I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh it was a sensation. Uh they did they did a reunion uh on Fallon, um Connor, um Were they really on Fallon? 
I, in the plot of uh, Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping, they oh. had a reunion on Fallon. But, uh, oh, wait, they're still from haven't the seen movie Popstar? Movie. What? Really? Yeah, still haven't seen then it. Then you I've, must I've be wildly lost at what my costume is. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's... Uh, the movie pop star never stop never stopping. Yeah, Style is, Boys uh, are the, is the main the main group. Well, Style Boys is the group that uh, Connor Freel, Connor for real, Connor Freel, I believe is the character's name. He he becomes like a Justin Bieber type like solo artist. Mm. But the group that he got popular with was the Style Boys, and it like they're like kind of supposed to be like Beastie Boys esque, but then they have this gotcha. weird dance song. But then he walked away from his. Uh, from the style boys and the uh, reunion i was talking about was uh they just kind of he he like is resistant to he thinks he's living in the past but the other two like want to have a reunion but just like zayn malik yeah just uh see the movie it's a really funny movie i think it's honestly it is really good i think it's i'd like to see it again i think it's one of the best comedies that came out in the 2010s top three for sure uh it is fantastic movie um and a classic classic halloween costume where it is an obscure character from a movie that came out three or four years ago and so i decided that this is the year mm-hmm. unfashionably late yeah i actually have I, I wore this in the past this is kind of a re- regurgitated i was about to say where'd you get that you actually have a sparkly yeah it's the it's the official style boys, style boys uh to fish uh uh crew neck um it's glittery glitter it's, it's glittery and <laughs> glittery. it's and it's been getting all it's over so fucking literally all over my stuff. Um, yeah, uh, before we find out what Tim is, I just also wanted to add uh, with Monster Movie Month, uh, just one last thought with that. We're going to try to uh, pivot away from doing movies because we've been doing a lot of them. We, uh, you just heard our, our Borat um, episode as well after... Monster Movie Month concluded, so we're going to step away from movies for a bit, but I will say, if there is a listener out there who wants to email us at dryrunpod at gmail.com, and you have a movie recommendation for a movie you want us to cover, (laughs) first come, first serve, whenever we open it back up to movies, we will do your movie recommendation. Just send us an email. And in, we'll fact, in fact, in fact, send us an email even if you don't have a movie. Just yeah. talk to us. Give us a question. Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, tell, us, and tell us your life send story. Send nudes. We're, we're about fan engagement here, um, meaning Tim is looking for a bride um, that Very he'd like nice. to get engaged to. My wife. But... Uh, no, and uh, another thing with fan engagement, if you if you want to go on a Apple Podcasts or Apple, whatever the fuck, Apple Music, and uh, if you give us a five-star rating, you can write whatever you want about us, something mean, but we will read it on the air. If you give us a five-star review, we will read whatever ridiculous message you want us to, uh, and Tim will have to read it. So Yeah, Tim will yeah. read it. I'll even read it in a fun voice, maybe. Yeah, perhaps you'll bring back uh, the female pig character from our uh, oh, yeah, opening was, episode. Was... or <laughs> Oh, God, that was the opening episode. <laughs> what a way to come out the gate. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Pigs yeah. are truly out of the pen on that yeah, one. Yeah, so we're, we're trying to pivot away from movies, but if you have any movies that you want us to cover... I mean, it, we're not, we're not going to do it right away, but when we go back to movies, we will We're like a rip it stick. It. We just pivot every time. What the fuck is a rip it yeah, stick? Yeah, what? 
a ripstick. I don't know what were those things called that those kids like. Oh, you're t- like the yo-yos? No, the things that are like they're like a skateboard, but it's in like two sections, and they've got like a little like thing in between them, and you like bend oh, your feet you, like, opposite wiggle directions. It. You like yeah. wig- wiggle oh. it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't do those. My balance is garbage. Yeah, I think most people can't do them. No, I'm unique. Okay, I just can't move my hips like that. My oh. hips don't lie. I'm... <laughs> um, yeah. So, wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Can you still do the voice, <laughs> the Mariah Carey voice from the chorus of that song? I probably. You're gonna need to turn down my mic though. It's I can't do it. I can't do it quietly. <laughs> just just, just pull lean, back. Yeah, lean back. I'm on tonight. You know my hips don't lie. That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like further on when you're like, oh baby, when you oh baby, when you talk like that. I don't know. I don't you know make a woman go okay, mad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that. Okay. I'm gonna need some okay. practice. <laughs> noises that the fans love to hear. Yeah, mouth noises. Mouth noises. Um, yeah, that would be a nice name for a podcast. Mouth noises. I wonder if that's taken. I actually have. I have that written down as a segment episode, and and we would make a beat and like build on it. Oh, that's fun. But I there's like only that. three of us. We've got so the, like, we've got be... the looper. Yeah. Oh, we do the looper, yeah, yeah. Live looping. Totally live, live looping. Um, yeah. Speaking of kitty rapers, what are you uh, supposed to be here? Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I do what, I, what I've done in a lot of years, which is my costume pivoted several times and changed direction and evolved. And Ah, uh, young CEO. Uh, I feel like what I've got now um, is I'm wearing like a real priest <laughs> sash that I got at a, at a thrift store and I'm wearing this like iridescent silk, like color shift robe. And I was going to be basically a priest, but I feel like I kind of look like, uh, I look like one of those weed priests that you see in like those documentaries where they have like the purple stained glass window behind them. And they're just like, Oh yeah, man. Where are those at? Like you ever see those like those like those weed legalization documentaries where they like interview like the church of cannabis, like people oh, and yeah. like, I feel like that's what I look like right now. Um, but then to make it a little more like creepy and Halloweeny, I kind of like took like a Far Cry 5 thing and I wrote some of the seven deadly sins into my arms and I was going to write <laughs> I was going to write sin on my forehead, but then I realized we might have to go to the grocery store later and <laughs> that could get kind of weird. That would be weird, yeah. Would be sin and just go in there like grinning and just yeah. Looking like <laughs> Jesus. I think you should do that's, it. That's that's what I picture the uh, like the serial killer in Seven looking like, like not Kevin Spacey. I think he should have looked like what, what what you look like with sin on your head. Yeah, no the the main villain in Far Cry Five was one of the only truly good aspects of the story in that game. He was like this shirtless like cult leader called the Father who was like super charismatic and he had like body scars from having carved the seven deadly sins on his body. Like they're like big ass scars. This is like greed. Like it's crazy. Damn. But he was also he was like heavily tatted, which yeah, is I haven't actually, played a Far Cry game since Far Cry Two. I want to say I think scarification and tattooing are both prohibited under Leviticus, actually. So it's kind of odd that you know. But if you're a cult leader, you're probably a heretic anyway. Spoken like a like a good priest. Um, <laughs> what is what was the Far Cry with like the the bad guy's name was like Zaz or like that he was like it was like a super good 
character. Would have been like um, three or four. Ba, ba, ba. Might have been three. Thought it was two. I don't know. Anyways, I don't really have much to say about it. Barely remember it. But the it games was really used, good. Those games used to have super fun map editors. I remember. Yeah. Was that the one where you could like stack up like yep. hundreds of oil barrels like super high into the sky and build like obstacle courses and shit? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was so that was so cool. I remember playing that in Henry's basement for GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Far Cry Five can do that. I I feel like it's got like side features that I didn't really delve into, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, speaking of video games, uh, what have you guys been playing lately? I can uh, I can start. I'm playing Super Mario Sunshine, and I am nearing the end of it. I've got like sixty plus star shines, and Dang. Uh, I yeah, I think I'm on the second to last level before. Aren't they called shine sprites? They're called shine sprites, but I liked calling them star shines because they're replacing the star, and I think star shine sounds better. Mm. Um, no, I just misspoke. Yeah, they're called shine sprites. Shine sprites because they, uh, I don't know, they look like little suns. They're they're cool. I like the, I like the look of them. Yeah, are they? So are, are stars and shine sprites supposed to be living things because they always have eyes? Uh, I mean, as much of a living thing as, like, the mushrooms are or the fire flowers, they also have eyes. Yeah, exactly. The hills have eyes. Um, so, and in some Mario games, the hills literally do have eyes in the background. Yeah, that's true. Um, but what, um, like, so does that make the stars, like, are they a plant? Are they a, a fungus? No, I think they're just... You don't think they have, like, a consciousness? They're not, like, an animal? They're not... No, 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 no. I think they're just uh, collectible in a video game. That's what <laughs> happens to every Mario... Fuck Every you. Mario that has... <laughs> every Mario that's uh, fell down a... <laughs> <laughs> fell down a, a hole gets reincarnated, and sometimes you get reincarnated as, as a hill, and that would suck. That would you're, be crazy. Stuck there kind of, that's like the ultimate like Buddhist thing, though. Like, wouldn't you want to be reincarnated as like a rock or a hill? Like, Have you just experience, experience you? no suffering in life because you can't feel. I mean, I mean, that's I, I can't. So I guess actually, to I can't take it back, feel and I have uh, suffering. <laughs> actually, I learned. I learned when I was in Nepal that ultimately the goal is to actually stop being reincarnated. And oh, really? you just like basically disappear and your energy goes into nirvana. So like if as long as you are being reincarnated, you're trapped in the cycle of life and suffering. And only when you are enlightened, do you finally break free of that cycle? Oh, interesting. So the goal is to basically die, die. Okay. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of morbid. Yeah, like you're allowed to have fun and shit, but I think like yeah, like like hardline hard, hardline Buddhism would probably yeah dictate that you're basically just here and then you die and you know. Hmm. Interesting. Don't quote me on that, Buddhists, but <laughs> I don't know if if hardline Buddhism is really so nihilistic as I just broadly <laughs> painted it with that then. with that stroke. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're a Buddhist listener, let us know. Um, and what wh- what have you guys been playing? I've been playing uh, Detroit Become Human. God, that game is so fucking sick. It is really, really cool. It's really, really cool. There there are... I'd say so far I'd give the game a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah, just because there are parts that are like <laughs> super fucking cheesy. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, very badly written. they're like really weird, corny moments like <laughs> that don't make a whole lot of sense. Um, uh, my... My... Um, 
like what uh, uh, android that ended up saving and like bringing along with me there's one part recently where like he got is that shot. luther the tall yeah, dude luther, yeah. yeah he got he got shot and uh during my original playthrough, he didn't, but I replayed the segment and made different choices. It's one of those games that where you, it's like a choose your own adventure. You know, you just make choices. There's not like a ton of like quote unquote gameplay. The story um, is the game. The story is the game. Yeah. And you make choices and the, the story reacts to your choices. And in this uh, playthrough, I ended up um, making the wrong decision. And um, this guy ended up getting shot and he said like, he was like dying and he was like, uh, all I wanted was a family, uh, and I found one with you guys. Uh, and then he like <laughs> dies. I'm like, oh my god, that was why so they, fucking yeah, corny. Like, dude. why do they always have time to get out exactly the thing that they want to say before they're finally glaze over? Yeah, like yeah. is that really how dying like works? Just, like have you like, muster, it out you muster then... enough final energy to like say the thing, and then you just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there just one more sentence? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so like yeah. old people hold on for one more Christmas and then <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> one more Christmas oh, this turducken is good <laughs> oh, I've never had a turducken before but yeah no no there there uh, there there are a lot of moments that make up for those. Um, no, noticeably cheesy parts that are they're super cool and it's very very relevant to what's going on right now with the uh uprising um that is happening um around the globe actually um so like the story is the androids are they essentially become like sentient and uh uh but you know, but they're but they're 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 a product used for household and like yeah commercial so they're like service. trying to fight for equal so they're rights basically and shit. they're basically slaves yeah they start once like a, they a, become a, sentient, a civil rights they're yeah. a slave yeah they started like a civil rights movement and they like there's this one part where you're like protesting like down the middle of the street with like this like fucking awesome like orchestra like orchestral fucking score and they're like equal rights equal rights and you're and like all these androids are like joining you and shit. yeah yeah they, and they, then, they like, like the they leave come. their people like yeah. they'll be like walking down the sidewalk like like pushing like their humans carriage and then they'll like see you yeah. and just like drop the like drop not drop the carriage but they'll let go of it and like yeah and you can choose what you chant and stuff yeah. so like and it, yeah, it, it was very timely. And then, like at the end of like the street, like riot cops show up. They're like, "This is an like this is an illegal gathering. Like disperse now, or you will be shot." It's just like what you're seeing on the news and shit. Yeah, and you can choose whether to react with to like pass like be passive to yep. that and just sacrifice put your hands up, or like you can you can charge the cops and get in a fight if you want. It's crazy. Super cool. Yeah. So I'm playing that right now. Um, I think I'm almost done with it, unfortunately. Um. Yeah, I've I've gone back and played like segments enough that I don't think I'm going to actually like replay the whole entire story again. Yeah, that's what I did. Is I just replayed specific parts, mm-hmm. and honestly, it was still fun. Yeah, um, it is really really cool to see all the different ways that you can kill off the uh, Connor detective because yeah. uh, you can uh, die like seven. Uh, all, times all, yeah, all the all the characters can die, but 
they really gave him a lot of ways he can die. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that character is an android, so he yeah. comes back. They just make a new copy of him. Yeah, that one, I think only only he. I think he's the only one that comes back a few. Yeah, because he, and again, this isn't really that big of a spoiler because you find out pretty much right away, but he is he's owned and operated by the manufacturer of the androids. So at least in the start of the game, you know, he's working on behalf of the system, on behalf of mm-hmm. humans, basically. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so you get to see kind of both sides of that uh, that human android conflict there. I still haven't seen um, fucking Blade Runner twenty sixty seven, Blade twenty sixty six. I did see that. It was really good. Um, I haven't seen the original actually. So I'm a little bit more behind than you are. Yeah, I saw the original, um, which took place in I think what was it like September twenty nineteen or something, which is super funny. So, like, we've already passed the oh, time really? where Blade Runner took place. Uh, yeah. How disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I know. No, 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 no and- flying cars. No android slaves to I get I guess we do have flying cars. Like, we have, like, a flying car, like, maybe three, but they're not, uh, we're not all flying around in them. Nobody can, yeah, nobody can buy them. Most of them are probably not road legal or FAA compliant. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of FAA compliant, are we breaking up the drone this weekend? Good. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what we'd use it for, but yeah, we could get some drone shots of us all in our costumes. <laughs> and get doing that style boys dance again. <laughs> Donkey roll. Yeah, I can. I can circle you while you do a, a dance with the drone on autopilot. It'll be sweet. Oh, heck yeah! <laughs> um, heck yeah, buddy! Yeah, so now pivoting to Tim, I I do know what you have been playing recently. I've popped into your stream a couple different times. Seems like you're making some pretty good progress on uh, Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I... This has been a bit of a learning curve for me, but I believe this game is also made by Rare. So, like, I I think it's made on the same engine as Banjo-Kazooie, actually. And that's a... That's a great game, and so it's rare. It's, it's, isn't still around, are they? Uh, that I think they might have been bought out. Was Perfect Dark also they, rare? The last couple of rare releases were on Xbox, I know, because there was a new Banjo Kazooie. They must have been bought out on uh, uh, Xbox, like Microsoft. Rare, exclusive. also known as Rareware, because that's yeah, I've heard them described as Wareware. Um, one of their more recent games was sea of thieves which actually got which was very hyped and ended up getting kind of mixed reviews yeah kind of mixed to bad reviews yeah that that just came out like last year i think or two isn't that one of those procedurally generated games i feel like those games are always super risky because like they promise unlimited gameplay and all you get is limitless of like variations of the same thing yeah, I'm not sure if it was procedurally generated or not, but it was like it was like an online multiplayer game, and um, essentially there was just like nothing to do in it, or like the what there was to do was like super super repetitive. There were like five like tasks or something that you could you could like go like look for treasure, fight like the same skeletons over and over, like discover islands. But yeah, it just it just wasn't supposed to be very good. It oh. looked cool. It, yeah, because the the hype was was super high for that game, and I was kind of jealous that it was only going to be on Xbox, because um, I'm a I'm a PS boy. Yeah, yeah. So then I it came it, out yeah, and it, it got bad reviews, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it feels good when that happens, right? And yeah, a little bit sucks of to uh, suck, Xbox. a little bit of console Schadenfreude. When does the PS5 come out? 
November 12th. I want to oh, say. my goodness. It's out right now. Oh, Rush wow. Rush to your fucking stores. And as <laughs> oh, a matter shit. of fact, you just, actually just, just you, you probably missed out. You're probably going to have to wait for another batch because, as we know, with these hype console releases, people are probably buying them up. They're probably buying more than one of them. They're probably reselling them at a premium. Don't. I, I, I can't guarantee that. Some places might be continuously restocking them. But from what I have seen, they go quick. These mm-hmm. pre-or- like the pre-orders have gone super quick. So I can only assume the same is going to apply for just physical showing up and getting uh, a console. Also, I saw an unboxing of the PS5 the other day. Thing is freaking huge. It's huge, yeah. And it weighs like fucking 15 pounds. Like, the shit is super heavy, dude. Like, I definitely think I need to wait for the version 2 of it because it just, like, it looked really bulky. <laughs> it's, it's going to... I don't think the ver- the the next version will be any smaller because the reason why it's so big is because it has such a huge fan in it because it's, it's pretty much like a computer. So, like, picture, like, a computer tower. Like, you don't see those getting smaller necessarily. That is true. That is true. My computer tower is mostly empty space, but maybe that's how they're really supposed to be built to allow. Yeah, I've looked airflow. like in, inside of the place, like the, it has a fan that's like, I don't even know, like pretty, pretty freaking big. I don't know how to really describe how big with the my circle. Mouth. Well, the circle you held up was probably like, you know, with your hands, was probably like five or six in, inches in diameter. Like, do you think that's fair? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it requires a lot of cooling, I guess. Yeah. So. Did you pre-order one, Nathaniel? No. They, pre-orders are only live for like an hour, and I'm just not even going to pre-order one. I don't. I mean, I don't really care that much. Yeah, you can get one when you get one. The only game that is coming out for it that I know is like a must for that would be Horizon Forbidden West, mm-hmm. um, which, of course, is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Um and that game is freaking crazy if you've never played it. I keep hyping it. It's the only game I know where they hired anthropologists to come on to make sure that the culture of the people was realistic. Hmm. It's pretty trippy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i excited because I actually never beat God of War, uh, the newest one. So I'm waiting till I get a PS5 to play that just because it's going to look even better than it already does. And oh already yeah, those fjords are probably gonna look crazy. It already looks so good. So, uh, yeah. So if you get the PS5 and you have PS Plus, so which is the online service mm-hmm. for uh, PlayStation, you get like 18 games for free. Yeah, Zero Dawn. I mean, it's one of the best looking, like one of the best looking console games that I think I've ever played. And yeah, my, it and is. My TV, yeah. And the my lighting in that is like my TV good. looks horrible, and it still is one of the best looking console games I've ever played. Yeah, the lighting in that game is pretty pretty dope like the uh when the light like shines like through leaves and shit it looks amazing yeah i've never played that one but it looked it looks pretty cool yeah yeah so that's what you're playing yeah so yeah so that uh like sam said i've been uh trying to do the donkey kong stream um that started you know just like just a few days ago actually um if you ever want to check me out you can uh subscribe to me because uh i think i I don't really know too much about how twitch works but i think you know you can have it so it'll give you a god forbid push notification when i go live with donkey kong so you'll know um so you know like and subscribe hit that bell um don't forget to smash that like button yeah um 
and you know i'll try to make sure i don't get banned by twitch and we will be you know just collecting bananas and just we'll, we'll be going bananas how about that and oh, yeah, so yeah find me find me on the dk stream uh, again the twitch handle is eyes of mobin that's e y e s o f m o b i n I made a lot of different like faces as I said all those different letters right tried to but yeah uh watch him kill a giant armadillo or like a dragon thing yeah and I hope it's less frustrating than uh Crash Bandicoot because I got back into that recently and oh my god that game makes me want to kill myself <laughs> why it's, it's just so frustrating dude like trying to get like like trying to like get all of the boxes in a level like you'll like get to the end and like fuck up one and it's like you have to like start all over it's just oh like, there's god, no like damn the it. checkpoints aren't very uh generous well sometimes sometimes it's like a race one and there are no checkpoints and you like get to the end of the race and it'll like kick you out of the level but you like missed a box it's it's a whole thing gotcha never got into banjo kazooie oh that's crash crash bandicoot banjo kazooie is awesome if you had a if you had an n64 i just i just just pass that off to you but oh crash bandicoot wait yeah crash bandicoot playstation um, one games yeah, okay. Wasn't that uh Yeah, so this is this is a reboot like package trilogy of Wasn't like... that Naughty Dog that picked yep. it up later? Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Cuz you can I think, play you can I think Naughty Dog was the original developer. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah cuz you can play the original Crash Bandicoot. You can play like the full game in Uncharted 4. Yeah, like you can not, sit yeah, down and play of, it as a character. Naughty really? Dog, Naughty Dog is having a heyday, dude. They have it's on ice right now, but they have a Last of Us TV show coming out yeah. that they're gonna make a shit ton of money on, I'm sure, because zombie stuff is always popular and it continues to be popular, and people love zombie series, so that's gonna do great. Um, and then they also just wrapped like a couple weeks ago i saw they just wrapped filming on the uncharted live action film Mm -hmm. and i don't know people love national treasure this is probably a better written version of national treasure so they're probably gonna and it doesn't have nick cage in it which you know could go for against it but it's gonna make a buttload of money there too like and i don't even remember who stars in that as nathan drake but um, it's uh yeah there's a young nathan drake uh who's the guy that uh who's the who's spider-man oh tom holland yeah andrew, andrew garfield no tom holland is i think the new spider-man yeah i think he yeah. plays nathan okay. drake the young nathan drake and then there's an older the nathan drake too. Spider- spider-man yeah, I don't in, know. In the latest Spider-Man, the latest Spider-Man they're working on right now, they're actually going to have all three of them. They're going to have him. They're going to have um, uh, what's his face from that '70s show, and they're gonna have. Um, wait, no, Tobey Maguire isn't in that '70s show. He just no, <laughs> he just vaguely not. looks like Toe for Grace. Vaguely, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, they both have toes in their names. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so Tobey Maguire, um, Andrew Garfield, and um, fucking th- Tom Holland. They're gonna have them like meet each other like in the movie as the three Spider Verse like Spider Mans. Well, no, they're probably gonna like do a. Sh- stupid fucking gimmicky recreation stupid. of stupid gimmicky recreation of that meme where it's this spider-man pointing at each other 10 bucks they do that in the movie uh no yeah i'm not taking that bet i'm not taking that so they're trying to do a live action like into the spider-verse 
That movie was fucking amazing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's a good one. That movie's so good. One of my favorite animated movies, maybe Evs. Definitely one definitely one of my favorite superhero movies for sure. It had a really cool animation style. Yeah, super cool. And the writing was fucking actually super funny. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Had some original songs that were some bangers. I love how they made fun of Spider Man three in it. <laughs> They're like, for being uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. Like in like the opening scene, he's like, "Yeah, you know me. I'm that guy." Or like, uh, and then I can't remember exactly. It shows like the clip where like, uh, Tobey Maguire has like the the long like emo black hair, and he's like doing oh, like yeah. the finger guns. He's <laughs> like, uh, "Let's just forget that part or whatever." <laughs> they, like reference uh, it. And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. that was shitty." <laughs> yeah, that part was ridiculous. That's the part where it's like he's like acting like he's on ecstasy. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah. Because, like, the Venom is, like, messing him up or something. I can't even remember. They did something similar in Harry Potter <laughs> when he takes the... Bless oh. you. Uh-oh. I have I have it. Wait, did you say bless you because you are polite or because you're wearing your priest? Oh, it means so much coming from bit you. It's a bit of both, but I didn't wave my hand. I didn't do the, the sign of the cross. I also don't have a crucifix like a real priest should, um... They're income. They're becoming increasingly hard to just find lying around these days in this uh, secular, godless world we live in. Um, mm. Maybe you can make one out could, of. I couldn't find a Bible either. Um, what are you doing? What? Oh, I've got a couple upstairs. Doing? Oh. No, I don't have a Bible. I have a, I have a Quran down here, but um, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna play around with that. I wasn't, wasn't raised with that book, so. It's less funny to joke about, maybe. Let's Perhaps. hear your funniest Quran joke. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Speaking... My funniest Quran joke. Now I, I need to look up, like, not just, like, you know, like, you know, questionable, you know, politically incorrect, like, Islam jokes. I need to know if they're, like, specific Quran jokes. Like, ones that, like, Muslims oh, sure would get, like... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You know, like how there's like biblical humor where it's like not necessarily like sacrilegious humor. It's just like, yeah, I can. I mean, I've like never the example heard a joke the ex- like that. Well, the <laughs> example that comes to funny. mind is like when you know there's that meme and it's like uh, when people talk about what would Jesus do. Just remember that chasing people around and flipping tables is not out of the question. Hmm. Because there's like that but, one, um, there's that one part in his life when uh, he goes to the temple and he sees that the priests are conducting money deals and uh, business inside the temple, and which he's is like, what the pretty pre- pretty strictly forbidden. And he flipped out and flipped some tables, chased people around, whipping them, and yeah, yeah, and punched holes in the wall. And honestly, I get that because like he's just trying, like he's trying to break those tables and punch holes, in the, the dog. punch holes in the wall because. He's trying to look for work, man. He's a carpenter when it really comes down to it. We, we saw him make that table in Passion of the Christ. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. He is just like damaging people's furniture. Wow. To create business for himself. Yeah. He's actually, it's actually one of the most selfish things he's ever done. I need to text somebody about this. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite the revelation. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean the book of Revelation. Brutes. Yeah, so uh, I um, don't really know what our next uh, portion of the show has in store for us, 
so I uh, can't, uh, you know, try to try to steer the conversation in that direction. Other we have no segue. Drawing, no drawing attention, drawing attention to the segue. But I think it is time to, uh, you know, we should segue out of the segue and get into the next segment. Yes. Speaking of which, didn't Segway just go out of business? I'm terrible at this, dude. I think I have one of those like thought disorders where like something just pops into my mind and I'm just like, oh yeah, speaking of that, let me tell you what something super trivial and tangentially related. Um, but Segway went out of business recently. Huh. That's too bad. Yeah, I'm sure. Can't say I give too much yeah, of a fuck. Yeah, sure but it's a giant loss for, you know, fat. Mankind golf visor capped white men everywhere um <laughs> and their wives of course their wives i've always wanted to take a segway tour though those are those but are things i think i think the reason why i tend to do this is because i'm a little bit of a self-described news junkie i've i've tried to get a lot better about it in the era of donald trump and just you know constant 24 7 tweeting and constantly being exposed to so-called news that is really just somebody giving their opinion about something but i am definitely a news junkie i read a lot of news i try to keep up i i miss Maybe stuff but um but I would say that one thing that I have learned over time is that no news is good news. And that is the title of our segment here. Because uh, not only is uh, none of the news you hear any good, but sometimes getting no news is the best news of all. Oh, is this like that uh, John Krasinski uh, thing? The, the happy news that he sold? Oh, you mean some good news? The SGN? <laughs> I don't know. The thing that he sold and everyone was like, you fucking piece of shit. What wait, do you have no he, idea what wait, you're talking he about? he sold it? He sold Who the idea. He like did it during quarantine to try to get people through it and then ended yeah. up cashing in on it and he made sold like it. He made like a home, like almost like a weekend update kind of show where like... Who is he, like, this? John Krasinski. John Krasinski, Jim from The Office. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's just like, you know, like, you know, famous, you know, indie and now yeah, mainstream. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he um yeah, he made like a self-produced uh, quarantine show that was like news and it was to try to be like uplifting and I just learned according to Sam that he uh flipped the idea to some other people. Yeah, for like like multi-million dollar deal. And right? everyone, everyone's like, "You fucking piece of shit. You didn't care about making people feel better. You just trying to get money." Oh, really? Well, he probably just got tired of doing it because he had his actual jobs probably started to pick back up once they figured out how to start filming again in quarantine. And then once that is in place, it's kind of just like, am I going to keep doing this? And maybe somebody offered him money and... I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure it really sucked if you were like a fan of that little weekly show. I watched it a couple times. It was cute. It was but like... I don't know. People... I probably would have done the same thing. You know, if I if I had my actual job picked back up and this was, like, just something that I did that I never thought was going to take off. It's hard to say. I don't know, I guess. But, I mean, so his features good news. And as you know, I'm a pessimist. So I don't necessarily just feature good news. Uh, I just feature things that I think are interesting to talk about. And given the fact that we've talked about how spooky season is... Um, continuing on into november one thing i would like to talk about is the 12 foot home depot skeleton mm. i don't know if you guys have heard anything about this giant yard prop 
I know the uh, just the the bare bones uh, story. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, that, that, no, that, but I, I do know just 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 uh, just what I learned yesterday. You so. took that joke to new heights, twelve feet high, actually. <laughs> twelve feet. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So Home Depot made. This twelve foot giant skeleton with so it's Home Depot brand. Home Depot makes Halloween decorations. It is a Home Depot branded product, and they did not disclose how. Excuse me. Jeez, <laughs> coffee burp. They did not disclose how many they made, but it was a twelve quote twelve foot giant sized skeleton with life eyes. And they're called life eyes. I don't. I assume this is trademarked, but the eyes basically they move, like they wiggle side to side. I don't think it has like a camera attracts you or anything, but it has motorized eyeballs. And this piece of yard decor has become super, super popular and very, very hyped up. Probably because it's hilarious and it's a coping mechanism for a fucked up year and. For a year when Halloween decorations are going to become more important because people are going to be less likely to dress up and go out. Um, we are, of course, dressed up inside, and we're fucking awesome for doing so. Um, but uh, So the skeleton cost $300. It was about 320 after tax, um, depending on where you live, of course. Um, but it sold out pretty quickly, and um, people have started bidding wars for buying the resale on them because any hype product whether it's a playstation a pair of shoes or an enormous plastic yard prop there are going to be people who want it if people are talking about it and um so yeah people are paying fourteen hundred dollars on ebay for it wow um, oh my gosh how, ma- how many how many dollars is that per bone how many bones are in the uh the well, so there are about 206 bones in an adult human body. Do you but, think, do you think um, they capture all of those in a skeleton? I, I've seen pictures of the skeleton. It looks pretty good, but I've also seen what it looks like disassembled. It comes apart in like sections that are probably bolted together. It also takes up about an entire back of a minivan when it's disassembled based on the picture really? I saw. I gotta it's it's, it's huge. It is gigantic, but it's like, like a basically like the pelvis is its own thing like each of the legs is its own thing like the spine is its own, you know probably the head is separate it's probably got the electronics in it but yeah people have so successfully sold their $300 skeleton for a, over a thousand dollars profit wow. people who live in Europe have had theirs shipped via DHL for over $700 for the extra shipping so that's like they're not buying it resale that's just the price plus plus three hundred dollars shipping um there's one lady who according to the washington post was running a pumpkin patch and a customer walked up with a checkbook and offered her four grand for her plastic skeleton and she turned him down because she loves the skeleton so much huh Ooh, that's a so it's so, a tough decision so people people really really love this thing and uh, again, the post refers to it as um, Tickle Me Elmo Grade Fever, uh, which is funny because I had forgotten that people 
were super obsessed with Tickle Me Elmo when it came out. Why? I have no idea. I think because maybe it was just a hyped item. It was the toy that Christmas. My, this is the toy this Halloween. My my only experience with the Tickle Me Elmo, uh, it kind of came late in our lives. Uh, I think we were old, older, where a Tickle Me Elmo is not a something we'd be asking for. But I had a younger cousin and who got one. And at Christmas, I remember me and one of my older cousins, like were playing with it and it would you, you would tickle it and it would like vibrate um so so we made it look like it was like humping another stuffed animal and uh our our uncle came in and like got very upset <laughs> and like we got in trouble that's my tickle what's, me elmo experience what's, what's the um what's the charge like adult to child like what do they charge you with doing like do they confront you and specifically say, like, why were you making these things, like, having sex acts against each other? I mean, or do they just not address it and just be mad about it? Well, I think they, like, I don't know. I think I was, like, 12 and my cousin was probably, like, 15 or something. So, you know, old enough to, you don't have to be like, why were you doing that? It's like, oh, yeah, they know what that is. But it was like in front of younger children they know that two stuffed animals vibrating next to each other is how babies are made <laughs> and like tickle me elmo is like Ooh, ha, <laughs> like he's like making noises yeah uh, yeah doesn't he say stuff like don't touch me there <laughs> i don't think he says that <laughs> i hope he does not say that that's all part of the costume you baby. touched my bathroom part <laughs> I gotta say, looking up the skeleton, I'm kind of, I'm wholly unimpressed. It doesn't, I mean, it just looks like a skeleton. Well, that's it? the thing is that it like, it doesn't move. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably made out of like PVC plastic and, with oh, decent dye job. Where, where do they, like, where are these giants where the skeleton comes from? I mean, I think that it's meant to be... Huh. Yeah, that looks like a skeleton. Apparently, they're so popular that people are also stealing them out of yards. Um, people are crying when they're not getting them, like adults are. Um, <laughs> Wait, where are you where, getting? Where are you where pulling are you? this from? Same, same article. I'm just skimming. I don't know. It has. So I mean, so so here's the question: Would you? Sano, you're into you're into Halloween decorations more so than I think either of the two of us. Like, what would you pay for a twelve foot yard skeleton? Because you like said one hundred fifty bucks. But you think that if you saw something like that for one hundred fifty bucks, and like you hadn't already heard this ridiculous tale of like you know what people are paying, like would you be like, oh, this is actually hilarious? Like, I'm definitely dropping one hundred fifty bucks on this. No, because I don't have a way to transport it and. It- just like the all the technicalities where like I don't know where I'm gonna fucking store it. Like I live in a apartment <laughs> and I don't have like storage for a twelve foot skeleton. You have the storage space in your back by your laundry room. It would be pretty well, you said funny it, it to takes fill up that a, with... a full pickup bed. I don't yeah, have so, that much storage. Well, so here let me read you the exact description of this guy who drove home with it. Um, what did it? What does the Washington Post say he did with it? Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. the head was in the child seat in the back. I assume like he like buckled it in or something. Um, the spinal cord and ribs <laughs> rode up front with him and everything else. The tibia, fibula, humerus, femur, etc. were crammed wherever it would fit. <laughs> so that includes, yeah, the trunk. And yeah, so I mean, 
Yeah, it's it's not not very practical. Yeah, there was see, there like, was one guy who, our age who bought three of them, and it's just kind of like, at what point does your yard stop being clever and start becoming an eyesore? Because we passed one house that was full of Halloween inflatables, and it wasn't quite an eyesore because it was so well done. But I feel like just throwing three twelve foot skeletons in your yard is like, it's so lazy that it's almost just. Speaking speaking of yard displays, Nathaniel, I was going to let you know to check it out before it is gone. But a couple blocks from our house, um, there is like four homes in a row that have like yep, super crazy displays. I passed, it by, I passed it yesterday when I left. Or are or these wait. the houses no, that like no, collaborate together? Direction. Yeah, it's by yeah, like... Yeah, no, I did pass By that, the bakery, though. I passed right? that like just a couple... Like, yeah, it's by the bakery yesterday. and the, the the bar next to the bakery. Yeah. It's like yep. in that stretch. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Those houses are fun. Those people are all clearly friends with each other because those four houses have a collaborative display that runs between their yards and like shares... It's like, yeah, it's almost like, like a full block. Like it almost. shares like cohesive decorations. Yeah, it's like it's almost a full block. Like Super cool, yeah. So did, they've, they've just made one like large Halloween scene out of their their three front lawns super cool yeah see and like that that's the thing like if i owned a house i would uh, um if, if if i owned a house i would you know maybe start collecting uh halloween decorations but me just being like renting and like really having no like i don't really care what my neighbors think you know like i don't need to show off i'm gonna be you know moving out of there within a year or so <laughs> my computer i'm uploading a video i'm uh, working right now but i just realized it's loud ah uh, i don't even know if the mic will be able to pick it up but that's 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 our that's our boy always multitasking getting her done what always are you up, what are you uploading tell us about your work yeah, um, <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. uh yeah no but I, I, what i was saying was um yeah i mean like I'm, I'm renting right now i have no reason to like invest in halloween decorations you know like i don't like I'd like to be the Halloween guy. Like once I, I buy literally a house. <laughs> went and bought Halloween decorations with you yesterday. Well, yeah, for the Halloween party. Okay, yeah, and it's a small party for people listening. We're not throwing a fucking Halloween. Show. We're not. We're not having a COVID rager. It's the Halloween uh, kegger, dude. <laughs> it's It's uh, six people. We're gonna. It's ten. Ten people. Oh, uh, it's ten people, which is he just starts sweating. He's just like fuck. With it within <laughs> the close to the limit. Ten, ten people and their friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now ten people. There's there's not even you can fit uh, you can fit eight people at a table in restaurants now. Really? They mm-hmm. extended it from six. Uh, four. I was just, I was just reading that they're okay. I was just reading that they're gonna have to wind it back uh, in a lot of places. Because, oh no, it's uh, going away. Well, it's we're disappearing. The... I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> Wisconsin, Wisconsin's ICUs are at capacity. I imagine. No, our, I, know, yeah, I imagine no, ours are next. I mean, our sheriffs take it a little more seriously than theirs do, but not by much. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like a sheriff can only do so much. You no, know? Yeah, we're, we're we're fucked. Yeah, and who knows where we'll be at in three weeks when this is released? You know? Yeah, that is crazy to think about. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, on the third big spike, biggest one yet. Yep. R.I.P. to your friends and family. Hopefully not. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't weird thing to say. Don't spend three hundred dollars on a skeleton when uh, yeah, you when your know. relative might. When you might spend three thousand <laughs> on a coffin. <laughs> Coffins are expensive. Or you might. Oh, I was going to say your job again. I was going to so say maybe repurpose, don't be spending three hundred. Repurpose on... your relative's bones. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Save yourself a, yeah. a few bucks. Halloween life hacks. <laughs> <laughs> or death, death hacks. Yeah. That's actually, that's a thing. Um, Kirsten uh, Schall and uh, Adam Scott, I think, are the hosts of it, actually. It's like a, it's like a shitty... It's not shitty. It's just like it's made for all ages, and it's like a it's like a Snapchat produced cartoon. And what is it? It's like life hacks, but for zombies and ghosts. And it's called Death Hacks. Like it's oh, it's that sounds fucking so stupid. Yeah, well, it's it's like <laughs> I doubt it's gonna make it past whatever Snapchat considers a season. Uh, but so wait, for them, Snapchat is making shows. Yeah, yeah, they do it on their Discover page to try to stay relevant. Um, but they every now and then they get like real creative talent to like work or create these shows but you know that doesn't mean they're gonna last it's i mean a snapchat show snapchat making shows is one thing i i just invested a bunch in this new startup uh quibi i think it's gonna do really well <laughs> yeah quibi's banking on right millions of customers well because the, these fucking millennials am i right they can't even focus on one thing so if you if you break up content into small digestible chunks they're small little they'll, they'll just fucking they'll just watch it on their they'll watch minutes. it on their phone they'll watch you know? it in the taxi on their way to the restaurant to go hang out with their yeah. friends and they'll family. watch it while they're their, watching porn on their way to brunch they're gonna get mimosas and avocado toast and then, who knows, they might play their cards right. What are they going to go, watch uh, when they're spreading the avocado? They're going to watch the new season of Punk on their way to the Slipknot concert. Yep, and then uh, hopefully end the night with a little ass eating, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Booty hole. <laughs> Wait, is that you eating ass noise? No, that was supposed to be like a like a cheeky confirmation, no pun intended. <laughs> um I don't get it. We're yeah. on point today. But no, no. I mean, I've thought. I mean, all jokes aside, I actually thought about getting Quibi when it was free. <laughs> I, I don't know say, if it's still. All jokes it. aside, I've considered eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside, I did invest in Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I think it's. I think it's about ready to break through. Are you serious, or you think you think like people are finally bored enough that like. They're willing to give it a shot. I mean, that's the thing that sucks, dude, is that people are willing to give all of these crappy apps and services a shot. Quibi actually was something a little different. It had, like, all original content. Like Some of the shows have good ratings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And nobody has been willing to give it a shot, including me. Yeah, including me as well. I've thought about it. Specifically, that one. There's like one show where like uh, it was like a ride sharing, like horror thriller, where like she like, picks up like a passenger and he's like. And she's like trying to make small talk with him. He's like, "Do you know who I am?" He's like, "I know all about you," or something. And I was oh. like, "Ooh, this looks enticing." Dang. Oh, that reminds me. Have you seen that movie Spree that came out this year about the like Uber driving like serial killer? No. Oh, is this like about that, that that guy? No, 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 no. It's like a it's a fictional oh. uh, piece, but uh, it's yeah, it's like this guy who does like like IRL streaming. Um, but can't break through or like go viral, uh, and he starts streaming him doing like Uber dry- rides, but then just like starts murdering his passengers. It's a it's actually a really good movie. I I really liked it. Came you, out you, this year. Oh, you you saw it? Yeah, really good. That sounds yeah, it sounds interesting. I'd like to I'd like to check that out. I would recommend it. So he's the he's the main character in it. Yep, and it's nice. all shot through like streaming, like oh, cameras, like okay. kind of like found footage, but not yeah, really so it's like gimmicky. It's like a, but gimmicky but but it's but it's not. It's like how that movie host was like the mm. Zoom movie. Yeah, this one is like a streaming movie, but it 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 actually like is seamless and feels like 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 uh, 
like it's not forced or gimmicky you know what i mean like it's actually yeah, it's actually really good i'm interested uh, i think it's one of those ones where you have to like pay to watch it okay. which is totally what i did uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, bought the uh, digital movie ticket and uh, watched it. Uh, nice. Did yeah. you print it out? There have been a lot, there have been a lot of uh, digital like stand-up shows that I've been interested in recently. Most of them, most of them for charity, and they've all been like really cheap. Like I'm pretty sure like Mike Kaplan has one coming up. Like um, the, there was Paul a fr- F. Tompkins keeps doing them. There was mm-hmm. a free one that was just released recently. Uh, An evening with Tim Heidecker. And I could not recommend it more. Oh, I thought you were going to say I could not recommend it and just no, 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 no. <laughs> just it cut it off. Not good. No, <laughs> it is so good. And it, it, if you've seen, there's a there's like a ten minute clip of some stand up he did like ten years ago on YouTube. He uses part of that, but it's like just like a like a full hour version of that, and it is fucking good. Watch it right now. It's free on YouTube. An evening with Tim Heidecker. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's definitely on free? my list. Yep. I mm. uh, despite being charity, despite then. being above average familiar with his body of work, I feel like I have not seen a lot of his stand up. It's his only stand up. This is his first one. His his first like recorded special. Yep. He that's had a, he had ten minutes that have been on YouTube for for like ten years, but this is yeah his first stand up special, and it's not, it's not what you think. It's. Uh, Tim, I, I don't know. It's uh, I've got a I've got a fairly decent idea of the range of things I could expect, the different Tims that I could be getting, <laughs> the different Tims I could be hiding. Well, he just um he's one of those people who is uh he's really good at playing a character even when it makes him like look bad so like you know he can he can like be an asshole he can be a dick he can be a douchebag and he can just like carry that out and like be unfunny for like the sake of being funny which is something that like makes person like me far too uncomfortable to be able to ever pull off um and so I'm curious to see, because I saw some clips of it, and the clips I saw, definitely he curated and picked for the ad, because it was like a lot of really unfunny one-liners that I think were meant to be unfunny. Yeah, um, that is the vibe of the whole show. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I can get down with that. There was a, um, God, there was this guy, um, I wish I could remember his name, he was a, a Madison comic, and... Uh, like right around the time when I left Madison, he was actually on America's Got Talent um, and made it a couple rounds at least. I don't think he won, but he made it a few rounds um, just for his stand-up jokes. And they were not really safe for TV, the ones I saw him do. So the fact that he was able to tone it down and still make jokes that got him advanced on TV was impressive. I'll, I'll have to find out who his name was. Maybe we can insert that. Give him a little plug. Perhaps. A little butt plug. Uh, So... What is uh, going on with this skeleton? What are we doing? Are we buying it? <laughs> we're spending for it. We're dropping for, for the pod for the podcast. We're gonna buy four grand on something that you can't see. How high? How gonna... high are these ceilings? <sighs> ten feet. Maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, these are probably ten feet ceilings. Yeah. Can that's... we build it so he's like bending over it all, like crouching? Yeah. Yeah, Dude, that'd be sick to like get him and like have him like just sit right here, right in the middle of you guys' kitchen. It would be kind of sick if you could pose him. Like that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm honestly not impressed. Like looking at these pictures, uh, 
it just i mean it just looks like a big skeleton i thought it would it would have a, a distinct like kind of style or like something like cool that's something that people liked but i guess they just want big skeletons. i think i think it's just the size of it yeah i guess um i mean yeah so this skeleton it's Disney wildly popular 12 feet um what, what was this no news is good news yeah, well, so I think, uh, yeah, I think the the question here is, um, is it really, you know, is is this just is this just a material purchase that we're trying to use to distract us from the fact that the world is collapsing? And that's the question. That's my, that's my question. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the world is collapsing, and uh, the world is definitely collapsing. If people are shelling out three hundred dollars plus for this, like I spend money on stupid shit, like I think anybody would agree that. But like a fucking plastic yard skeleton. Yeah, I don't know. I like mean, I'm just like for... I'm not on board. Like I'm kind of with you in like, not being on board with this being a super awesome purchase no it doesn't it doesn't i'm not i'm not impressed with it like now i said i said i'd spend 150 dollars on it before i saw it but now that i've seen it because i was picturing it being really cool if we were spending four grand now that i've seen it i think i maybe it's i've dropped my my price to my offer to a hundred dollars well 12 feet is pretty fucking tall yeah i mean i think if you i think yeah. if you saw it in person you'd be like holy fuck that thing's huge right Maybe yeah, I'd, uh, maybe I'd have to stolen. see it. I mean, at that point, like, do I have to, like, lock it down? Like, I can't believe someone would steal a fucking 12-foot skeleton. Like, they, like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we Timber. we definitely did dumb shit at night when we were kids. Um, I'm sure yeah. if there was a 12-foot skeleton, oh, I don't know. I don't know if we would have stolen it, but we probably would have fucked with it. I would have climbed it for sure. <laughs> climbed, climbed it. it up the rib cage like a ladder. Just fucking yeah, snaps sure. in two. Just, just <laughs> like shit. We just ran away. Maybe taking its head. That would be. It just funny. looks like we just maliciously broke it when we were just like. <gasps> you dude, you around. could take its head with like the moving eyes. That would be cool. That'd be a cool trophy. Yeah. Let's yeah, see, go out stealing. Yeah. Tonight. See. See. You're giving. Giving. Giving people ideas. Stealing with the boys. And that leads us up to your our neighbors. next segment, Stealing with the Boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I, so I guess, I guess we do, we do like We do like Paul did in high school where we write a blog about how to about how to steal, and then the teacher finds it and reads it to the class. I think there's cooler decorations that you can have in your yard than a 12-foot skeleton. I don't know. I mean, like a 12-foot uh, anything else, I feel like. A 12-foot swastika. <laughs> no god no <laughs> becoming increasingly common these days as well <laughs> yep no it's a it's a no for me chief yeah uh me me as well <laughs> so i give this 12 foot skeleton a four out of ten <laughs> are we racist what we're doing I don't know four I... four dudes out of ten yeah i don't i don't know i'm confused what we're doing four feet out of twelve I, just, I think we're just just talking about him. We're just um, chilling, man. Yeah. I mean, so so that's that's kind of I, I I know that it's misleading to you know come on very strong with a with a segment title and then not just like feed you bad news. But I'm not here to be a fucking jerk. I'm not here to be a bummer. We're, however, we're here to be topical however, and talk yeah. about a 12 foot skeleton on November 18th. <laughs> okay, so you know, okay, so how about here? Here's what is topical for November 18th. The Dune movie was supposed to come out. Like they're pretty sure this weekend, and 
It's been pushed back a year. We're getting it in 2021 now. Um, It was ready to go. Like, the movie was done. It was set for release. And then they just decided that because the theatrical release was basically impossible, given what's, you know, going on in the world. uh, Instead, like, I don't know. They could have released it online, and I feel like a lot of people would have bought it, but they're really banking on a theatrical release being important, so they just pushed it out a year, and they're hoping that enough people to make that money <laughs> are going to get vaccines, and I hope that they're right. Because... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how well movies are doing nowadays. I don't know. How how, how did that Christopher Nolan do? Does anyone uh, I think it didn't go as well as they thought. Yeah. Pe- people liked people it. It, all, it also wasn't supposed to be very good, though. No, it was supposed to be I think people good. liked it, yeah. Yeah, it got like 80 some percent. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I think I that, read they, that it was confusing. It's, yeah, it's well, supposed yeah. to be too lofty. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. yeah but it's a given. That it was but, like too lofty for what it was trying to do I, or I feel like the consensus on the release is they did not get as much as they wanted because you know clearly people aren't going to go fucking do a movie theater. I'm not going to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I wanted to already, see well, it, At that point, I, if it's already I, online, it's almost asking people to pirate it, right? Because it's just like you're already at the computer. It's like, well, I could hit this pay button or I could hit this pirate bay button. I mean, that would be my personal dilemma. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but that just there are certain films that I would of course pay for you know i want to support them christopher nolan i think he's doing fine um mm-hmm. but but yeah so so dune um the movie that i was Who di- who's directing that uh that is uh dennis villanueva um who the fuck is that um he's a director he's a pretty prominent yeah, director. He's, he's actually he's also a fan of dune himself and he, so he was going to who the f- put a lot of uh, effort into it and it was going to be really good i started watching the david lynch version last night from 1984 um which is considered like the original dune movie yeah. i guess you could say it's and supposed to be one of lynch's uh misses one of his few misses it's bad it's pretty bad um it has it has its moments some of the costumes are really great um overall the pacing what, what, of the movie is called? really the pacing of the movie dune uh, it was just called dune. oh it was called dune yeah okay. the pacing of the movie was really bad uh the characters all look the same and in particular did not look like how they were supposed to look in the book where they are very detailed given super detailed descriptions um like for instance like dr ua is supposed to be like this asian man with like a ponytail that has like metal rings holding it together and it like drapes over his shoulder and the cast him as like this wrinkly fat old white dude with the biggest <laughs> eyebrows i've ever seen and like a fucking doc brown hair like a kramer thing on top That's of his head weird. it was super weird it's like purposely like, trying like, not to like a lot of like like i don't know if it was just like whitewashing of the time but it was just like a lot of the characters like looked the same and just didn't look how they were supposed to look. The pacing was that in the nineties or pacing was confusing. 80s. It was eighty four. Oh, okay. um, I know, I know. I don't know if this movie. It kind of sounds like it might be the case, but David Lynch's uh, version of casting is you just give him a folder of headshots and he goes, "That's this person. That's this person," and he just looks at headshots and that's how he picks. Does he ever change his mind? Uh, I don't. Well, I think that he will see people in person, and if they don't look like the headshot, he'll say sorry. Damn. It's not what I envisioned. That's wild. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember who he had play the main character. Kyle McLaughlin, I believe. Kyle McLaughlin played. Um, uh, he, he played uh, of, Paul Paul Atreides of, of Twin Peaks and. Uh, yes. Yes, you're right. A yeah. younger, younger Paul McLaughlin. Yeah, you're absolutely or correct. Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> 
yes a younger Kamigaka yeah so and and he is not he's not bad in it he's fine it's just that uh, they're trying to tell a super super heady story that takes place over 10,000 years in the future and I feel like they just they're just like not nailing it it's uh, I, I can't recommend the original but I guess we've got a year to see if that if the the new one's going to be any good I'm I'm really bummed I, was I mean really 2021 is technically I mean when in when in 2021 just like is it doing November a few months? oh okay yeah, they're just pushing it out a whole year. Damn. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. I don't know. I think I think they're really counting on a vaccine being ready and widely distributed within a year. I'm kind of counting on a lot of what, people being afraid of getting that vaccine, unfortunately. But you know, what we'll else uh, has this director directed? Do you guys know? I've never even heard of him. Uh, he did Arrival, the new Blade Runner, which we touched on earlier. Oh, okay. So he's yeah, he's, he's done a pretty some big ones. pretty prominent uh, director. Arrival was pretty good. I I loved Arrival. Yeah, and he did the new Blade Runner, so that shows that he can do that type of shit. I feel like the one thing that I really hated about Arrival was I feel like it was kind of racist. Like the way that they depicted it was kind of just like it was all the world versus China and like China is too set in its ways to like see what's going on. But of course, like the American scientists figure it out. Like, I don't like what was China doing the depict. Well, they were just depicted as like really aggressive and militaristic and being like, we're going to bomb them if they don't get off our soil. Like, you know, the alien ship is an entry. It just seemed really like it was definitely China from like an American perspective. Like it was a little bit jingoistic, but that is my only sticking point with the movie. I thought the aliens, Mm. like the haptopods were super cool. Um, The whole two. Weren't the Americans going to bomb it too? Wasn't that like the? the it was part, whole... it, yeah. It was it was part of it, but I mean, like I don't know. I just felt like they they like didn't give the Chinese a whole lot of like agency. It was kind of just like mm. they did what w- white America usually does, and they depict them as being you know flat and not having personality or humanity. Um, but interesting. But, but yeah. Um, but yeah, his next film is Dune, so he doesn't have anything on the slate in between now and and when this comes out. Well, yeah, because Dune is a, was a huge undertaking, like a large uh, scale movie, super huge budget. I think it's you know been in the works for quite a while. Mm. So it's there. There's a lot riding on this. Possibly the future of of cinema. Oh, and here's why this is gonna be good. Okay. Um. So the first the first Dune movie. It's a two and it's two hours and eighteen minutes, I think, and they're trying to cover all of like a six hundred page book that spans multiple years of time, like in its chronology. And this one that he's doing, it's only covering the first half of the book, and he's just planning on doing a sequel for the second half. Mm. And he said, "I would not ever agree to make this into one movie because it's not possible." Mm. And I would agree way too way too complicated i mean the the book itself has time skips in it which are already confusing and depicting those in a movie is like it's just gonna be it's just gonna be all over the place if you yeah. try to cram it into yeah and the other thing the other thing that that movie that the first movie did really badly was it did a lot of telling and not showing so they would have a narrator just like talking about things that happened instead oh, really? of just fucking showing them happening mm-hmm. and i hate that i think that's like the laziest form of storytelling yeah but no, I, I mean, I, I think this, this has a lot of, uh, a lot of promise. Um, 
And so I am hoping. Yeah, Blade Runner was great. It'll be Arrival was great. So yeah, I I think it definitely has a lot of promise. Is Huge that the, budget. Is that the question for this one? If it has a lot of promise. Yeah, promise or no? Um, promise or nah? I think that it's got some promise. Uh, I know I wouldn't I wouldn't buy the skeleton, but I would buy a ticket to this movie. Ooh, Man. for how much though? Three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, so 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 in a yay or nay kind of situation, it sounds like the skeleton is a nay, and Dune is a is a, is a is a yay, but you got to wait a year for it. Um, yeah, and also that book is really incredible. Like the first the first like thirty pages, I'm not gonna lie, are a bit of a slog, but once you can make it past that, it's just like lightning. That book is so sick, so good. Really? Yeah. If you ever want to borrow it, I have it. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. So you'd give a yay to the book? Yeah, I'd give, I'd, I'd give an enthusiastic yay to the book. I think it's really, really, really incredible. The book was written in the 60s, and it uh, basically, he just envisions a far future where humanity really hasn't changed all that much. We still live in feudal societies where, you know, a very, very small percentage of ultra-popular, ultra-powerful people control all the resources and wealth, and uh, everybody below them is just their feudal serf, um, except for it's on a planetary, interplanetary scale. Very interesting stuff. Very good. And what happens in the the end? (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's the crazy thing, right? Is that the book is based on, the book is about like prescience, like seeing the future and um, just, you know, the flow of time and stuff. So Ooh. they tell you what happens in Sounds the end like of the book, Christopher Nolan halfway movie. through the book, because it's not important what happens. It's important how it happens and can it be changed. Mm. Nice. Gulp. Um, all right. I think we got time for one more. Uh, news what what was this again one more one more news thing no yeah. news is good news yeah so the other thing that i had written down that i wanted to at least briefly talk about and maybe give a shout out to um since i've been seeing increasingly people have been asking in comment sections why the media is not doing enough coverage of this and i guess by definition we are the media so i thought we should at least touch on what's going on in the NSARS movement in nigeria um so this is not ending the uh you know the severe acute respiratory uh, virus syndrome um and that's especially confusing because COVID is also known as SARS-2 uh, because it is related to the first SARS. And so, um, and this is happening during COVID, but we are not talking about SARS. We're not talking about COVID, the virus. We're talking about a police force in Nigeria, the Special Anti-Robbery Squad, aka SARS. They are a basically like special ops I guess you could say like a SWAT team force in the Nigerian National Police. And they are coming under a lot of fire because they have been charged with enforcing lockdown and they have been aggressive with it. Uh, Nigeria is among several African countries that at least as of summer had more deaths from police enforcing the lockdown with violence than from actual virus deaths from COVID. So the lockdown is because of of the virus. Yes. Yes. So, 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 so these countries are doing lockdowns, you know, or at least we're doing lockdowns and some are continuing to do them gotcha. um yeah as a result of co- from covid and they 
are probably they were probably looking at how people in America were refusing to take this seriously and people in a lot of countries are refusing to take this seriously and they just kind of cracked down with really intense security and they weren't letting people leave to go to the hospital in some cases they were just forcing people to stay inside and they were responding with violence in some cases if people um would go outside they were shooting them they were beating them up taking them into detention centers and i can't imagine what a nigerian prison looks like but i bet it's not awesome um i mean american prisons are not awesome so you know i i just i i I think that they've been charged with enforcing over there and it sounds like they've been known to be a super abusive and corrupt police force for a really long time people have this movement which is not an official organization it's just kind of like a hashtag and a decentralized sort of group of movements um they've been talking a lot about what the police have been doing and apparently they have a really long history of putting in illegal roadblocks where they just conduct unlawful searches where they arrest detain and even steal from citizens of their own country they will harass people for money if they're seeing them use iphones because then they know they have money lots of um public humiliation torture rape kidnapping murder theft the list goes on they are gangsters in a police force and i think one of the reasons why it's really important to highlight this is because People who get very, very defensive about criticism of United States police act like we are somehow criticizing, you know, just the U.S. police. Like, it's just the U.S. police, and maybe we should be more grateful that we live in such a free country, such a safe country. But the reality is police are pretty dangerous everywhere. The the uh, the ability for a uniformed person to commit crimes with impunity is not just limited to the United States. And so I think as we continue our uprising, continue our movement towards police reform in the United States, we need to be mindful and be in solidarity with these other countries that are experiencing it too. And that includes Nigeria. We have lots of Nigerian Americans in this country who are asking for attention on this issue uh, because of their countrymen's suffering. And I think this is a good opportunity for us to just say that, you know, we're aware this is happening. There's nothing we can do about it right now except for spread awareness on it. And the Nigerian government, um, er, er, earlier in October, they actually, they already have promised to disband SARS. The problem is they've made this promise before. They've made it several times, generally after some kind of major scandal or of abuse has come out and gotten in the media. And then when the media cycle is done, people quiet down, the protests die down, they quietly don't get rid of the organization or they make just some kind of BS reform. It's exactly what happens in the United States. They promise reforms and then they don't give them. So what are, uh, what, what is, what is, what is SARS doing when there's not a virus to uh, a lockdown to enforce? I think they, their official task is to go after like robbers, gangsters, organized crime. Oh, so they're just like a little bit of everything. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think they're kind of cowboys. I think they kind yeah. of have freer reign than most cops. Yeah, that, that sounds like a bad a bad uh, group of people. Yeah, and and again, you know, the, the acronym is exactly the same as you know SARS the virus, um, but that is just a freakish coincidence. Um, the, 
although so it's in, not a special task force just to enforce the lockdown it's, no no they've they, been they've, they've, they've been, been there. they've been around they've, they've been and around, in yeah. fact um i may even be able to tell you when they were created uh they were created in 1992 so oh, they've they've had almost 30 years to be fucking around with people um they they wear masks they perform undercover so that's one of the reasons why they are able to perform these things with impunity is because nobody knows who they are and they're the ones enforcing the laws spooky yeah so that is truly bad news um but it's just i think it's super important to highlight the fact that uh struggles against police brutality and against the state exercising its arm against people's civil liberty it's it's certainly not just unique to america and we should be grateful for the freedom we have here because you can go out and god forbid protest a mask order and the cops aren't going to shoot you for it if you're white I got no jokes to make about that. There's nothing funny I can say. It's just... well, okay, so the first one was, would we buy the skeleton? The second one was, would we see the movie? What's the uh, what's our what's our uh, our question to go around? Yeah, or nay to SARS? What do you are, think? Are, yeah, are we are we are we for <laughs> SARS? Are we for? I think the... I think a better question is, do you see yourself as a liberty type or a security type? <laughs> Would you? Would you? Oh, libtard or Republican? Would you? Would you, would you risk? Would you risk? Um, you know, potential spread of uh, coronavirus, aka SARS two. Um, you know, at the risk of quelling people's civil liberties, even if it means violence. Or do you think that uh, that kind of use of force is just you know doesn't go too far? Yeah, too far for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely too far. I'll, although, I mean, if this was, if fine this people was, for not well, that's just what's so weird about America, right? Is that you know we have these people who go out and protest and you know condemn being told what to do, even even if it's a cop telling them what to do. But then a lot of these same people, there's certainly some overlap, have no problem getting online and saying, "Oh, well, you should have listened to what that cop told you to do. That's why you deserve to be shot." Um, and it's hard not to mm-hmm. treat that cognitive dissonance as anything but racism when you look at the cases that they're talking about. But I'd like to believe that it's just people not being self-aware enough to realize that they're being hypocritical. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But I'm sure it's just racism. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. But, you know... Um, I don't think these things have easy answers. And I think the best answer is just to keep protesting, you know, be out there for Breonna Taylor, be out there for Walter Wallace Jr. Um, Like be out there for George Floyd. Uh, These, the media, even the sympathetic media is, is generated by profit and by stories and news cycles. And they're going to forget about this if you forget about it. Uh, So it's true be out there for these people uh you know they they need us and be out there for 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 you know our brothers and sisters in nigeria as well because they need us too people look to america as an example and right now we're a pretty fucking shitty example so let's 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 do this let's do this uh yeah yeah fuck the police
Um, and the anthem of just doing this uh, perhaps can take us out this uh, this week. If is that is that where we're at? I think that's where we're at. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, news can span from tall skeletons to movies being pushed back to actual large uh, things going on overseas and the excessive use of force and the through line through um, many different countries. It's just a thing that uh, is going on. So you got to, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, uh, <laughs> but we'll take you out with the anthem of <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what you're, you're about to do. The, the anthem of uh, uh, what's it called? I feel like called, I'm trying guys. to guess what the song is gonna be, and I feel like one of my it's, like three it better choices. be spooky, scary skeletons. That's a that's a good guess, but uh, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 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 let me see the donkey roll. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had a nice oh, donkey roll. Uh, yeah. oh, sometimes why? Sometimes why? <laughs> sometimes why? <laughs> Be the first kid on your block to do it. Huh.